Drifting, Canary P.I.N., the dreaded drive-in of Dog Island, a J. Henry production. Do you have a pool party on the agenda, but your dogs are gruff and not up to snuff? Try Footco's water moccasins, the no-smell, no-tell water booties. So enjoy that diving board. The only corns you'll be worried about will be on the cob. Ever get the feeling there's more days behind you than ahead? I'm not that old, but sometimes you gotta shake those thoughts off. Sometimes you just get so exhausted. And I'm not talking about the kind that can be fixed by a glass of warm milk and a chloral hydrate nap. I've been working hard lately. Too hard. All these weirdos and strange cases are starting to get to me. It's not time for me to step away from the PI life. At least not permanently. For the next week, I'm going to be soaking up the rays in the sun-bleached sands of Florida's finest. I'm going to sip on rum rhapsodies, sleep till noon, and eat barbacoa until I'm blue in the face. I'm taking off like a greased-up spirit of St. Louis in a hot tailwind. To tell you the truth, I was going a little batty behind that typewriter. Hey. Thanks for the full pay vacation. I said half, Joe. Full! I see the books. I know you're not as hard up as you make it out to be. Blood from a stone, Joe. Blood from a stone. Nah, secretaries. Fine, get out of here. Hey, thanks. I'm going to visit my sister and gonna hit the casinos. Have fun with all the geriatrics down in Florida. That's very canary of you. I'll have you know Dog Island is the hot new vacation spot. It came highly recommended by my travel agent. All-inclusive, whatever that means. Don't break a hip on the shuffleboard courts. Get out of here already. Just a warning, I'm out the door. This is Canary. Reno Preston Canary. It feels like you haven't called me in a season. Yeah, ma. Your father's got the worst case of distemper I have ever seen. The neighbors keep the sprinkles running day and night. At this rate, I'm gonna need a copper hat. Okay, ma. Why are you spending all that money to go on vacation when you can just come stay with us? You know we have a pull-up couch. It's a Castro convertible. Oh, shoot. Too late, Ma. I already paid for. Non-refundable. Watch out for pickpockets. Keep your money in your sock. Do you have any idea what I do for a living? <sighs> okay, Ma. Thanks for the tip. Bye-bye, honey. Oh, meet a nice lady. I'm packed. Got my bus ticket in my inside breast pocket. I normally don't mind flying, but I was told I'd save a pretty penny doing it this way. I'll be able to take in some scenery. Maybe strike up a conversation or two. All the eccentrics, weirdos, and misfits will have to do without Canary for the next seven days. I arrived at the bus station. People weaving in and out of the crowds in a systematic chaos, waving their transfers up in the air. Say, where do I go? I presented my tickets and paperwork to a fellow wearing a wool flat cap. Hey, Lou, you better gas up old Edna. Looks like Sunnydale roped in another ham and egger. Who you calling a ham and egger, you belly-up jackwagon? Now settle down. I'm in none by it. Dog Island, is it? Go to Hub 74. The bus will take you straight to the ferry. You should be there by tomorrow afternoon. Present them this ticket. Good luck, Ace. Next. Fella has a bedside manner about as warm as a Garwood Sunday. I followed the signs and walked up to a real jalopy. 
It was a half-size bus. The back bumper hung askew and rust spotted the side panels. There was a plank of wood haphazardly bolted to it in lieu of proper bodywork. Paperwork and tickets, please. Didn't I just see you at the front desk? Ah, that's my twin brother, as a matter of fact. Ah, yes. Right this way, sir. Your chariot awaits. I walked up into the bus and turned sideways, shimming down the center aisle. It smelled of rust and burnt motor oil. I went to the very last row and put my bags down on the seat. The damp padding of the seat sloshed under my weight. Is this thing safe? Solid as a rock. We'll be setting off in five minutes. Isn't anyone else going to join us on this rust bucket? Ooh, you're the only one on my manifest. But you never know until the very last minute. No one else came. At least I'll be able to spread out. I hope my tetanus shot is up to date. Look at the bright side, getting the worst out of the way. This time tomorrow I'll have my feet in some warm sand and a cold umbrella drink in hand. It took us longer than expected to arrive due to a flat tire. From the outside, this thing doesn't look roadworthy, but the driver knew what he was doing enough. The next ferry for Dog Island leaves in 15 minutes. Better get a move on or you'll have to wait until tomorrow. I quickly shimmied off the bus to get my bearings. The air smelled of brine. The salty breeze very slightly burnt my eyes. There was a long pier with docks jutting out. Weather-worn pilings just barely holding it all together. There was a small walk-up building with a service window on the side. I tapped on the glass and handed them my papers. They stamped it with a motionless expression and pointed me in the direction to wait. In the distance, I saw a boat approaching. It was a long and slender yacht. Now this is more like it. A small crowd was growing around me. Its well-tuned motors rumbled like a metal symphony as it approached. All point, all point, Dog Island. Got these tickets out of steel. It kept on going. Behind it trailed a worn-down tugboat, more barnacle than hull. The engine screeching against the waves. Oh, uh, this just keeps getting worse. <sighs> no kidding. I damn near turned around right then and there, but I wasn't joking when I told Ma these tickets were non-refundable. The boat ride was about as bad as you'd think. This age of rusted workings were barely any match for the chop. We stalled out a few times. No life preservers in sight. A real tip-top operation, if you ask me. We finally arrived to the seemingly fabled Dog Island. I stepped off the boat and was greeted by a man putting Hawaiian lays on each traveler as they walked off. No, that'll be just fine. He put it on me before I could fully protest and shoot me off the line. Dog Island. The land was flat and dull. The beach was littered with old seaweed and ocean debris. I walked up to an outside bar that looked like a tiki nightmare. Give me a Bellamy Scotch Sour and I mean yesterday. Coming right up, sir. Do you have your food and drink tickets? My, my what? I have plenty of money right here. I only accept drink tickets here, sir. Your travel agent should have included... Yes, yes, here they are. How many will it be? Five and two-third tickets, please. What do I do with the remaining one-third? Sir, you can purchase more tickets at the designated kiosks. Just let me pay with money. Cut the middleman out. We hope you're having a good stay here on Dog Island. Oh, we seem to be out of scotch. Fine, give me a Ramos Fizz. Can't do it. How about a mint julep? Easy on the syrup. We have... Beer? Fine. Give me your best import in a bottle. Domestic only. Cans. Ah, just give me a drink. It was kind of warm, but I guess it was wet. Surprising at this point. I asked him directions and he pointed me to my hotel. 
Yes, hello. Name's R.P. Canary. I need the key to my room. Of course, sir. That'll be a nickel as a processing fee. Don't suppose you take these food tickets? We do. For room service. Fine. Can you get someone to carry my bags? That'll be a nickel. Naturally. Say, can I use your phone? Sir, that'll be... Let me guess. A nickel. Of course not. Deal of the century. That'll be a dime. And a nickel, if it's off-island. Just get me the damn phone. Right away, sir. Horses, butchery, and fine sausage. You need our meat. What can I get for you? Uh, excuse me? Uh, I'm looking for a Mr. Murdstone, my travel agent. I must have the wrong number. You looking for a Sunnydale travel agency? How do you know? I bought a travel package from them damn near a month ago. These complaints have been pouring in all week. Thought they were crank calls at first. Gone. Out of business. We just picked up the lease two weeks ago. Can I interest you in some lamb tongue? Makes a hearty sandwich. No, thank you. I got settled in my room. It was small but looked clean enough and it had a private bathroom. The best part of this trip so far. Didn't even bother to change out of my suit. Not in the mood for swimming. I walked down to the lobby and called the attendant at the desk. What is there to do around here? We offer brochures for a nickel. No, that'll be fine. This tip is on the house. Go south down the road for a bit and you'll find the Dog Island Drive-In. I think Space Martians of the Galactic Order is still playing. Enjoy your stay. I walked down to the beach to scope the scene. A few stragglers with disappointed looks on their faces crowded the small beach-fronted bar. I dipped the tip of my shoe into the green, frothing churn. When the water receded, a dead jellyfish clung to the leather. Aloha! A man with a surfboard tucked under his one arm. Literally, he only had one arm. Poor fella. Afternoon. How's the water? Surf's as limp as a dime store umbrella. Is there anything that's good to do around here? The drive-in? It's pirate schlock night. You'll love it. You're the second person to mention that place. Well, I got a stake in it. I'm the proprietor and projectionist. Name's Denny Durwood. Glad to meet you. He speared a surfboard into the sand and held out his hand. His grip felt like it could crush an oyster. Not the kind of flicks you'd read about in Life magazine, but suits me just fine. Give you a ride down if you're interested. No action left here. I looked down at a dead crab half buried in the sand. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. He winked at me with a severely cataract cloudy eye. The low-hanging sun glinted off of it. Wonder if he could see out of it. He threw the surfboard in the back and we got into his car. I don't mean to be rude or nothing, but how can you drive a manual with one arm? <laughs> no offense taken. Lots of practice. Watching him drive was like a dance. He held the steering wheel true with his one knee whenever he had to change gear. It was impressive to watch. There's one thing I forgot to mention. The drive-in? It's... it's haunted. Funny farm candidate detected. Nah, I'm just messing with you. It was only built ten years ago. No tragic deaths or Indian burial grounds on site, as far as I know. Would have made a great picture though, wouldn't it? I like historical flicks. Plan you that? No. Here we are. The giant stark white screen hung dramatically in the air. It was more impressive than I expected. I got some folding chairs. 
You can watch from next to the projection booth. We walk into a small rectangular building, beige walls and wood plank floors. I smelled three-in-one oil and a slightly foul odor I couldn't quite place the origin to. Two hulking metal beasts face pointed out two small glass portholes, branded simplex on the sides. One was open, revealing gears, metal arms, and sprockets. A reel of film hung out of it to the floor. Real spiffy, eh? These are twin E7s. Solid as a rock if you know how to use them. And of course, I do. That's no ordinary glass, either. It's a special low-iron projection glass. You can't get a clearer picture. I'll bet the farm on it. Here, let me show you how it works. Same as behind the wheel. He was a wizard with these contraptions. I didn't understand half of what he was saying, but I smiled along anyway. It seemed to make him happy. So, you see, the loops got to match up, or else the sound will be out of sync. I heard a rustling, and I swore I thought I saw a movement out of the corner of my eye. Hey, no mind. Island rats. I just put some fresh traps. Speak of the devil. So, I was saying, the swing arm controls the aperture. And is the key... Say, Denny, it's almost showtime. Why don't I get settled outside? Ah, shoot. That's me going off again. It's not a glamorous vocation, but nobody said show business was easy. Shouldn't I buy a ticket or something? Nah, it's on me. I dislike it when someone takes an interest in these things. Are you giving away tickets again, Denny? All you care about is bringing people here to show off your little cameras. She stomps her feet on the floor. Damn rats. Denny... We're low on milk duds, the snow caps melted because they were too close to the grill, and the soda machine is on the fritz. A little help would be nice. You're on in 15. Nah, it always works out, don't it? There's a case of peanut butter cups in the back. Use the snow caps as topping for the ice cream cones. We're making movie magic here. You just show them. You don't make them. Games, am I right? I went and got settled. The sun just barely giving off the last of its light for the day as it dissipated behind the horizon. The air smelled nice outside here, like the sea, only less rotten from where we landed. There was about 15 cars, not surprised as it seemed like this was the highlight of the island. There was a small loudspeaker next to the projection booth where I could hear everything. First up tonight, we have a swashbuckling bonanza of a double feature. We have Space Pirates of Skull Lagoon. And Captain Nemo and the Sinister Sisters, a delightful deluge of exquisite escapades, only here at Dog Island Drive-In. Enjoy the show. My little bayou baby, huh? Low-budget schlock, but not without his charm. Denny pulled up a chair next to me and handed me a small bag of popcorn. Oh, this is the great part. Where zombie Bluebeard rises from the swamp waters, you can barely see the strings. Watch the corner. There. Did you see that splotch that looks like a cigarette burn? Time for a new reel. Hey, I always wondered what that was. He handed me his bag of half-eaten popcorn and sauntered off. Then a ripping and crunching sound emanated from the speakers. A countdown from three appeared on the screen. Then a test pattern. Then nothing. A new reel started and some patrons hooped and hollered in approval. But this wasn't B-movie schlock. This was something else. A card held up saying rabies subject 2A. A man strapped down to a bed began frothing at the mouth and went into convulsions. 
grotesque visages of war-wounded soldiers flashed on the screen. Missing jaws, open, festering wounds, a close-up of a burn victim who couldn't blink his charred eyelids, locked in terror, a stillborn calf being pulled from his mother, who was quickly put down with a shotgun blast to the back of his head. A patron opened his car door and vomited his hot dog deluxe dinner onto the ground. Headlights came on one by one as they turned around and began to leave. Something's wrong! Danny! We ran in to find him slumped over backwards on his chair, his tongue hanging out of the corner of his mouth. Guttural noises emanated as he struggled for breath. He's narcoleptic! Oh, Denny, I'm here. It's gonna be okay now. That doesn't explain the snuff film that's playing right now. They can sometimes do strange things when an episode is coming on. I doubt he'll have any recollection of it. He started to come to. It, it was Gerald. I saw him. Gerald? Honey, he's been dead for 30 years. He didn't survive the surgery. Remember? No. He was here. He was older. Grown up, I guess you'd call it. God damn it, I can recognize my own kin. Just breathe, honey. The worst has passed. She poured a pitcher of ice water into a cup that was on a side table and held it to his lips. He pushed the cup away from his mouth as the wet left a dramatic splatter across the floor. Did you hear that? Under the floor? He stood up and began to shout in a dark corner of the projection booth. Gerald? Gerald! Are you there, Gerald? It's me, Denny. There's no need to be afraid. A rustling underfoot could be heard. The floor vibrated as floorboards jumped from their joists. Big rats. Floorboards were completely pushed up and out from underneath. A shadowy figure writhed and slithered out from under the floor. Brother. Is it you? Is it really you? Why didn't you tell me you were alive? You didn't need to hide. They call me. medical attention? No helping me. Just want my brother. Gerald, if only I knew. The movies you play, the people in them, so beautiful, could forget, even if just for a little while, could feel. Human. <laughs> Thank you. You are human, Gerald. We're the same. 
We're a part of each other. It'll be different now. I'll take care of you. <laughs> he moved into the light to reveal the same cataract cloudy eye that Denny possessed. The part of his face that was revealed had skin that was scarred and rippling, full of deep blemishes. He retreated back into the darkness. Can I have one little vacation at peace for cripe's sake? It's his... it's his... twin. Conjoined at birth. He was told he passed away when they separated him. They were just boys. They tried to drown me in the ocean, not far from here. Made so still, held my breath, swam back to shore best I could. Limbs not formed so well. They tried to make me go away, so I stay away. You, brother, never left the island. You made existence tolerable. Was it you who played that horrible reel? People in swimsuits show up lately, want to be alone with my brother play ugly pictures on big screen they leave now i can look into you brother makes me feel not alone side effects bad no sleep disease just me See world as a normal person through you. I'm sorry. Danny walked into the darkness and put his arm around the undefined shadowy figure. They rocked back and forth as they held each other in the darkness. I ended up staying on the island for the full week. I spent every night at that drive-in, discovered some flicks that I'll always look back on and smile for the rest of my life. On the final night before I was to go home, they'd thrown a party for Danny's newly discovered brother, right on the beach. A Hawaiian-themed luau with roast pig. I'm not sure the macaroni salad was authentic, but eh, it tasted good enough. They rolled Gerald around in an oversized bassinet on wheels with layers of black lace over it. Never did see the full extent of his condition. Fireworks shot off from a barge just offshore. It was a real homecoming. Hey, Denny, you think you'll stick around on Dog Island? Or maybe make a fresh start somewhere else? I'm not going anywhere. Movies are my life. Don't you know? What's that? As long as there's stories to be told. Howdy, cowpokes. As long as there's community to be had. As long as there's magic to be projected on a screen. Joe, what the hell are you doing here? This drive-in and all the ones around the world. Will never die. Voice acted by In Order of Appearance J. Henry as Canary P.I. Tina Marie Sarah as Joe Woodward and Denny's wife. Jenny Dyer as Canary's mother. Julian Gilas as bus attendant, bus driver, and Gerald Durwood. Frank Guglielmelli as barkeep and Denny Durwood. Jackson Tyler Lee as hotel manager. 
Marie G. as The Butcher. Written, directed, and edited by Jay Henry. Music by Pedro Sparza, Kevin McLeod, and Vivek Abhishek. Further info in the description. For information on collaborating, contributions, or just want to keep up on the current scoop, visit us at twitter.com forward slash rpcanarypi. This concludes the broadcast.